Welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities podcast, the podcast that will rock your world. I am Carol A. Briney, and I am honored and humbled to be your host on this journey. It is my passion to help you to hear and follow your inner guidance so that you can live the life of your dreams. This podcast asks the question, do you remember who you were before everyone told you who you should be? I am here to remind you of your intimate connection to Source. You, my friend, are a divine being having a human experience here on Earth, not the other way around. And just in case you cannot see the divine in yourself, I will be here to hold that vision for you until you can see it too. Greetings and welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities podcast. I am your host, Carol A. Briney, and I am thrilled to be here with you as we walk down our path of never-ending joyous expansion together. Today, I have an interesting topic that we're going to speak about. The topic is the wisdom and courage to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference and the courage to make the changes that we need to make to change our life. I love the serenity prayer. At least the first part of it that goes, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Mostly today, we're going to talk about courage and wisdom. But we're going to start off with a little bit about the things you can't change and knowing what to do there. Because having the wisdom to know what you can and can't change in this world is one of the keys to a happy and joyous life. Some of the things you can't change are things like a traffic jam or a late airline flight. These are things that you'd be better off simply allowing yourself to sit back and go with the flow instead of getting all stressed out. You can't change it. There's nothing you can do except allow it to happen. That's how things are going to get better. By simply allowing the angrier you get, the more stressed out you get, the more agitated you get. It just makes your life miserable and most often the lives around you miserable too. So the things you cannot change Train your mind to see this time as something good. Take something enjoyable to do with you everywhere you go. And when something unexpected like this pops up, take some time, spend some time, look at it as a gift, a little mini vacation, and take some time to enjoy reading, playing a fun game, listening to some uplifting music or information, and, and enjoy that time, help yourself de-stress, help yourself find joy, and just make a choice that this too shall pass and everything is working out for me. 
What I mean here is your life will go so much better when you decide that no matter how angry or how agitated you get, there is nothing you can do. So try something different. Try choosing joy and serenity. Choose to see this as a potential this potential setback as a time for you to enjoy. If you can get your head around this and make the decision, as I said before, everything is always working out for me, you will be delightfully surprised at how many things do work out. This most likely will take some getting used to and a bit of practice, but when you get it, really get it, you will be delightfully surprised at how you feel and how things are always working out. Now I want to talk about the things we can change and the wisdom and the courage to know the difference and to change them so that everything works out for our best and highest good. Some people, in fact many people, grow up with no one having high expectations for them. If they see some light in their life or want to do something different from how the family or neighborhood or their tribe, if you will, if they want to do something different from them, they are ridiculed and put down. They are told things like, who do you think you are? The universe doesn't revolve around you. Children are to be seen and not heard. Don't talk back. Money doesn't grow on trees. This is the way our family lives. This is the way it's always been done. Or even thinking that way is a sin. Today, I am here to have high expectations for you. I believe in you. And I am here to tell you that you can do, be, or have anything that you want if it sets your soul on fire. So where do you have room to grow? Are your normal thoughts and behaviors really normal? Do people who do what you want to do, what you do people who have what you want to have, and do people who live the lifestyle you would like have the same thoughts and behaviors as you do? Are they normal? Or are they only normal for you? And by the way, how are they working out for you? Are you where you want to be? Or would you like to be somewhere else? If you'd like to be somewhere else, you need to think and do something else. Most of us have been taught some degree of learned helplessness. We often settle for the herd thinking because we don't want to rock the boat. We go to the same religious communities as our parents not because they serve our best and highest interest all the time, but because many times we go there because we're afraid to critically think about what we have been taught and are being taught. And worst of all, we never ask for what we really want out of life. We're taught that we are not worthy to live the lives that we used to dream about. Remember when you had dreams before they got beat out of you? You can have those dreams again, and those dreams can come true. 
but you need to change how you think. You need to have the wisdom to know the difference and the courage to make the change. Don't, we were often told, don't ask for anything special because that's not for you. We were taught to settle for what is. Ah, my friend, today is going to be different if you allow it to be. Today I'm going to talk about the tremendous power we all have. Yes, I said we all have to manifest what we want in our lives just by changing our thoughts, beliefs, words, and actions. This all starts with your believing things can change. It starts with you being willing to critically think about what you have been taught and where it has gotten you to this point. It is not blasphemy to know that you are on this earth to live a joyously expanding life. What I have found throughout my 25 plus years of spiritual study is that many, many times people twist up the Bible and many other spiritual teachings to justify their own power and keep you stuck where they believe you belong. Now, not all ministers, priests, rabbis, um, any, you know, priestesses, not all are bad. There are some very, very good and wonderful, wonderful people. I am talking about the people who are teaching you that you are less than. That's who I'm talking about right now. Throughout the centuries and in all faiths, there have been and still are people who misuse religion and make man-made rules to keep other people down. These rules are made to justify sexism, poverty, hatefulness, and judgments as God's will. We have been told many times that our problems come from a fickle and sometimes vengeful God because many of us are not worthy of good things. We are sinners and must suffer the consequences. And this has been going on for years. And it is not true. Once again, it is man's way of interpreting the Bible or other spiritual documents so that they can control their fellow man and woman. Newsflash! All you need is the wisdom to know the difference and the courage to make the changes. That's all you need to do. No one on this planet is more connected to the source of this universe than you are. And you can call this source any name that feels right to you. They all work just fine. We all have the same connection. However, some of our connections have gotten really gunked up over the years. Some of us just need to dust off that connection while others need to power wash it or even sandblast it because it's so full of gunk. But never fear, the connection is there. And you, my friend, are as connected as the next person. It is there. 
no matter what you have ever been told, the connection is there. One of the ways people misuse their power in religion, and I'm giving you this as an example so that you understand what I'm talking about, because not all religion is bad. There are many, many good parts of religion and many, many, many good priests and religious leaders. What I want you to understand is one of the ways people misuse their power in religion is when they ask you for money. When they stand at the pulpit and ask you for money so that they can pray for you because they have God's ear and can get you what you want. Nothing, and I mean nothing, could be further from the truth. This misuse of religious power is sad because it usually targets the elderly or the people who don't have the money to spare at the moment. These these are ministers, preachers, or hooligans in fancy clothes. These are not true people trying to help you. They are trying to control you and get your money. And guess what? They're not any more connected to the source of this grand and glorious universe than you are. Now, I understand religious organizations need money. They need to ask for money to keep the place open. It's okay to pay, to ask for money, to pay for the staff, the utilities, or other expenses. For It's okay for any institution that you feel, I, I urge you, in fact, to donate to any institution that you feel feeds you. It's just not okay to give your power to people who don't have any more power than you do already. They are not better than you in any way. They are not more connected than you are, and they cannot do more for you than you could do for yourself. You have the same exact source connection. And that's important to keep in mind. Anything that you hear that does not uplift you is perhaps not something you should be listening to. You, my beautiful, glorious, delightful, wondrous, loving, joyous friend, have the source that creates universes right inside of you. All you need to do is acknowledge that fact and start using the guidance it is thrilled to provide for you. Start believing that you too are worthy, just as Jesus said. And, you know, there again, there are so many times where the words in the Bible and other spiritual writings have been changed so that man can control man. But Jesus said... When he was on this earth, ye too are gods. That means each and every one of us, and yes, that even means you, we have God inside of us. We have the source of the uh, that creates universes inside of us, just waiting for us to ask for help. I know for many of you, this is going to take some time to sink in. So, as always, I am not saying that my way is the only right way, and you must follow it. 
I am simply asking you to chew on these ideas for a while. Sit with them and see what feels right in your soul. See what your inner divine guidance says about this. Your divine guidance will never call you stupid. It will never tell you to be in fear or belittle you in any way. When you hear that kind of stinking thinking, that is your ego talking to you. And it's the herd thinking replaying in your head. So take some time and get quiet. Allow your inner voice, the divine within you, to talk to you. This most likely will not come in the form of actual words right at the moment, but it will come in the form of a picture, a moment, the right book will come into your life, the right lecture that you should go to will come into your life, the right words that you should you need to read, the right person for you to talk to or listen to. You can only hear what you are ready to hear, so be patient. When the time is right, when you are ready to learn more, more will come. The voice of the divine is always loving, joyful, and kind. The source of this universe is made of love and only love. It can only give you love and things that are good for you. Allow yourself to bask in this loving, loving, loving vibration of the divine within you. When the student is ready, the teacher, the right teacher, always appears. Give yourself permission to know the difference and watch your life change in what will seem like magical and miraculous ways. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your journey. I believe in you, and I appreciate you. And so, until next time. It's time to say so long for another day. Remember, you, my friend, are an awesome, wonderful, delightful, caring, fabulous, beautiful, giving, super fine, divine being here on this planet to enjoy your ever-expanding possibilities. Follow your bliss, allow your light to shine, and by doing so, you are automatically giving your best to the world. So until next time, when we will be discussing your unlimited possibilities, namaste.